Welcome to the Dulce Candy Podcast, your go-to destination for self-love, high vibe, living, and personal development. I am Dulce Candy, your host, war veteran, published author, meditation teacher, and content creator, here to guide you on a journey of transformation and growth through enlightening conversations, practical strategies, and inspiring stories. We'll delve into mindfulness, spirituality, and the art of living a high vibe life. Each week, we'll explore the tools to manifest love, abundance, and positivity in all aspects of life. So sit back, tune in, and get ready to elevate your soul as we embark on this beautiful and transformative journey together. Welcome to the Dulce Candy Podcast. Hello, my beautiful ladies and gentlemen and people of the world. How are you guys all doing on this beautiful Friday? I am here in the beautiful sunny LA and I am falling in love back with Los Angeles to be honest with you. If you follow season one of this podcast then you remember that I went through a moment where I was like I need to get out of here but honestly LA has been the number one place that I always wanted to live in and now that I live in it I never want to leave but whatever that's another conversation. Today I'm really excited because we're going to have a solo episode today. Only audio because, as we know, end of the year is so busy. There's a lot of things that we have to just, you know, holiday shopping, holiday parties, holiday events. And if you have children, you have a billion things to attend. So anyways, I wanted to talk to you guys about something super exciting, which is planning out your life, right? So the topic of today's podcast episode and the title is five ways to make 2024 the best year ever. I just want to take a moment to say thank you all so much for rating the podcast and leaving a review. It's really helping the show grow tremendously and I would not be here without you guys. So I just want to say thank you all who take for taking the time to actually do it. So let's jump right into segment numero uno. So we're going a little bit off the cuff today, right? Because I, I, I mean, I have an outline and everything, but I just wanted to be girl chat because sometimes I feel like I get too like, oh my God, this needs to be so professional. And yes, I love being a professional person. It's actually one of the things that I really enjoy. <laughs> I enjoy professionalism only because I was not that professional in my 20s. And as I have evolved and I have a team I really respect the people that I work with. And so professionalism is a top quality that I really admire in people and I strive to maintain. This is also my my platform where I get to talk to my people, my girls, my community, and my guys and whoever else is listening to this podcast. And I wanted to talk about five ways to make 2024 your best year ever. And the reason that I wanted to talk about this is because not only is the end of the year in the energy of closing a chapter and starting a new one, right? So we have all of this exciting energy. But one thing that tends to happen is that a lot of people say, oh, you know, once January 1st comes, I'm going to work out, I'm going to lose weight, I'm going to start a fitness journey, or I'm going to pay off all this debt, or I'm going to buy another house. I mean, there's so many things that we claim to want to do at the beginning of the year that after a week, we don't follow through, and then we feel disappointed, and then we keep keep doing it every single time. So how do we get to a point where we claim we're going to change and we actually change? Our first segment is all about reflection. And reflecting is one of those qualities that might seem like, uh, I really don't want to make time for reflection or looking back or thinking about 
my life that profoundly. But believe it or not, a lot of people don't stop and think about what they want out of life. You might have a vague idea, but do you really sit down to think about what you want out of every category in your life? And my intention behind this episode is also because this is the first year in my life where I get to a point that I wake up every day and I am absolutely in love with my life. And I want to share with you how I got there. And these are the five simple things that you can start practicing right now that I believe can really get you to that place if you're not there just yet. A habit of a highly successful person is the ability to stop, to think, and to plan about our life. This is why meditation is so important. And ever since I started my meditation journey, and it's really, um, I really gotten deeper and deeper into my meditation practices, this is where I've been able to tap into this inner peace and inner love that I carry out throughout my entire day. Because truth be told, my life has changed and we're all changing. We're all evolving, of course. But then sometimes you could be stuck in your head and you don't really recognize all the blessings that you have. Or even if you do recognize them, you still might not feel like happy or grateful or fully in love. You know, I know you're grateful for your friends and family and for what you have, but sometimes you still feel like there's something that is missing. In my years of personal development and just two years ago is when I started the journey of, you know, really asking myself these questions of reflection. I started asking myself these questions because... I was lost. I had no idea what I wanted to do with my life. And I was very unhappy with a lot of things. So this is when I started to get very serious about making changes. And it almost became one of my biggest passions because I would wake up at five in the morning every single day. I mean, I just couldn't sleep in because I just wanted to get up and wake up and define what I wanted out of my life out of all these categories, right? So the categories that I went through are health and fitness, finances, my family life, personal relationships, my career, my spiritual life, my emotional well-being, my personal growth, fun time, my character, and my overall quality of life. So this took me a long time to figure out. And also, I'm always changing these documents. And I'm always, you know, putting these strategies into place as far as like, what, how, how am I gonna, how am I going to accomplish a healthy and vibrant body? Or how am I going to save X amount of money? Do I want to be a better friend? Am I a good friend? Am I a bad friend? How can I be a better friend? Right? Really asking me all of asking myself all of these deep questions. And I went through a period where I went straight up solitude. I didn't see anybody hardly even saw my family. This was right out of COVID. So it was kind of easier because um, people were barely getting back into seeing each other. But I went straight straight up two years without really seeing anything anyone besides the people that I live with the lady that helps me clean my house and one or two friends that I saw sporadically only reason that I even saw them was because they were very um, persistent in hanging out with me and I wanted to see them of course I love my friends and family but if they would have been like whatever I probably wouldn't have even seen them so solitude is really important and I also feel like there are seasons for everything you know there's a season for you to be in solitude and there's a season and to plan and to figure out your life and to be strategic and to 
um, really be honest with yourself. And there's also a season to reap the rewards and the fruits of all of this planning that you've been doing. And so I, I believe it is important to honor all of that. But it's very important, guys, for us to take a moment every single day to ask ourselves what we want out of life. If we don't, we would be like a boat in the middle of the ocean with no GPS and no map and nowhere to go and just going wherever the tide is taking us. So we want to have a sense of direction because if there's a vision that we want to bring into a reality, we need a plan to get there. We need to be doing daily things that are actually going to get get us there. We need to visualize it, see it, feel it, embody it, and all that stuff. And you can't do that without having a clear vision of what you want. Now, I want to share with you guys five prompts to help you find some clarity. And this is a really exciting time for us to do these prompts. I'm actually going to take some time and journal about all of these out in the park, just because I feel like, you know, right now that it's the winter, I want to get a lot more fresh air and sunshine. But question number one, so pull out your journals. And if you don't have any time right now, maybe you're driving or something like that, I'm going to have these all um, listed down in the description episode or a section of this episode so you guys can journal about these after the episode if you have some time. Question number one, what were my most significant accomplishments this year? You want to reflect on both personal and professional achievements that brought you a sense of pride, you know, and fulfillment. So what are those? On the other side of that coin, what were the most significant challenges that I faced? And how did I overcome them? So you see why it's important for us to see what strategies can we start to implement to identify the obstacles, you know, that we encountered? What did I learn about myself this year? Oh, I love that question. Imagine, what did you learn? I want to know what you guys learned about yourself. So at the end of this podcast episode, there's a question on Spotify that says, what did you think about this episode? Please let me know. What did you learn about yourself this year? What goals did I achieve and were they aligned with my overall vision and values? What goals were not met and what can I learn from those experiences? You want to analyze any unmet goals and explore the reasons behind them. You can then use the insights to refine your approach in the future. So remember, there is really no such thing as failure, honestly. That's why I'm always, you know, talking about I, I'm not afraid to fail. Just go for it. it. Who cares if you suck at the beginning? You know, I always have that approach to life because there is really no such thing as failure. If you're always going to continue to learn and grow and evolve, there's no such thing as failure. Failure will only be there if truly, if you just quit. What relationships were most meaningful to me this year? So consider the people that played a significant role in your life this year. Who made an effort who showed you a lot of love and appreciation? How do they impact your well-being? In what areas did I step outside of my comfort zone? But you do want to identify, for instances, where you did take a risk, where you faced challenges, where you felt like you couldn't do it, but you still embraced this new opportunity for personal and professional growth. And what are some of your intentions and aspirations for this coming year? So you want to set the stage for the future, by outlining your goals, desires, and the kind of person you aim to become next year. Number two, word of the year. I love having the word of the year because I feel like it sets the energy, like you embody the energy of 
what you want the whole energy to feel like, right? So I have to be honest, I don't have a word just yet. I have to really think about it because again, you can change it, of course, but once I choose a word, I pretty much stick to it. So I'll share two words from the past two years. One of them was alchemy and one of them was last year was actually intention. Alchemy was because I wanted to transmute pain into creative energy. I wanted to take my depression in 2022 and turn it into my passion projects and channel that energy of sadness or depression into creative outlets. And this is when I started my podcast. And well, I started the fruits of my podcast, but I started my YouTube channel and and all of my creative projects. And I said, you know what, instead of lying here in my bed, all sad, I'm going to wake up and I'm going to go do something for my YouTube channel. So this year, I still haven't figured it out. But I invite all of you to think of a word that is going to signify what 2024 is going to be for you. Tip number three is to develop a morning routine. So here are some ideas as to what you can implement in your morning routine. First, you want to define what you want to achieve with your morning routine, whether it's increasing productivity, enhancing your well-being, or focusing on personal development. Having clear goals is going to help guide your routine. So why do you want to wake up in the morning? For me, sometimes it changes from productivity to personal development to more spiritual time and um, or just making sure that I also get a workout in the morning before my kids wake up. So it often depends. And of course, a routine is always up for change. You want to wake up early and establish a consistent wake up time to regulate your body's internal clock. The more that you do it, you're going to start to develop a habit and it's going to become something that just it's second nature. Like it's something that you just do throughout your day, not something that you have to do. You want to make sure that you start the day by hydrating yourself. Again, these are all very simple things, but sometimes we forget. We go straight to the coffee and hydration is crucial after a night's sleep and it really helps kickstart your metabolism. You might also consider moving your body. So incorporating, you know, a 20 minute workout, a one hour workout, weightlifting. Maybe you want to go outside if the sun is out, go on a brisk walk. So you're already having an advantage over so many other people that are choosing to sleep. And I know we should not be competing with other people, but the reality is that you do want to have an advantage and you can have this advantage by waking up early and doing all of these practices. And the reason for that also is because if you are someone, again, with a purpose-driven life, a mission that you feel like you have to complete and you know that your life is you're here for a reason and you know that, right? And of course we all are, but you really feel it. Some people don't feel like they have a purpose and some people do, you know, some people feel it since they were very young, like they've known that they were here for for something bigger than themselves. And with that comes a lot of internal battles that you also have to battle. So for me personally, just waking up early is already setting me up for success because I feel like I already won the day. When I feel like sleeping in, and I don't sleep in and I wake up, I already won the day and I'm already like ready to tackle the day. And I have a really strong mindset and mentality because of these morning habits. And that's how I was able to transform a mind full of fear and doubt and insecurity into a mind of someone who truly believes in themselves and is not afraid of other people or intimidated by other people. Make sure you also plan your day 
so you don't exert any energy on thinking about what you have to wear, what you're going to eat, what you have to do that day, what you're going to film. Thinking about all of those things that should have been planned at least the night before is going to save you from exerting a lot of the energy that you can save to actually put it into the things that matter and that are going to progress your life forward. Also having a healthy breakfast or not eating breakfast at all is also a really great way to start your morning. And of course, no screen time. There is no reason we should be checking what people are saying about us or our likes or engagement first thing in the morning. It's just a setup for allowing other people's opinions and viewpoints and everything to come into our mind first thing in the morning. We have to be the ones that set the tone of what we want to think. And so for me, when I wake up and I go straight into my workout after my meditation, I'm already listening to things that are going to make me feel like a warrior, like a beast, like someone who is limitless, like I can conquer anything. So then I carry that energy of not being afraid and power and success and excellence. I carry that energy into meetings, into, you know, everyday encounters into feeling like, oh, wow, I can actually do the things that I feel like I, I want to do. So what you first think about really matters. So just consider consider that. Tip number four is to develop growth mindset. I was actually in the process of um, becoming a confidence coach. Earlier this year, I learned about this thing called or this concept called growth mindset. So here we have two key underlying psychological principles of the mindset of confidence, aka growth mindset. We have the locus of control, what you believe is and not within your control. So some people feel like it's simply happening to them, right? Life is just happening to them. Like they're the victim to whatever might happen. That means that they have an external locus of control, meaning that whatever happens outside of them is going to determine what happens internally and in their life. Now, other people have a different sense of locus of control. They believe that they are the ones in control of their lives. Even when something happens to them that appears to come from the outside, they know and they see how they still have control and power over the outcome. So this is an internal locus of control. How do you develop an internal locus of control to feel empowered over your life? So here's what we're going to do. And this is what I did majorly life changing, right? We're going to develop a bias towards action. So if you feel like your life is out of control, you're unlikely going to take action because you don't believe that it's going to make a difference. So that means you have a bias towards inaction. So in order to overcome this, you can begin by taking action and seeing what happens. So all my people out there who have so many dreams, begin taking action and see what happens when you do. Doing this over time is going to show you that you have more influence over your life than you thought you did. And now you start to develop a bias towards action, meaning that you believe that you're the type of person who takes action to influence their own life. And this in turn develops your internal locus of control and makes you feel empowered to direct your own life. It gives you confidence. But there is one core underlying psychological principle that is even more important to understand. The growth mindset people who have this mindset are more resilient. They're better at coping with failure and are more likely to challenge themselves as opposed to those people 
who are who don't have it and are less resilient and they can't cope with failure and they avoid challenges and in turn they live the same life over and over and over they blame everybody outside of them because their life hasn't changed because their life sucks and yet they are the ones failing to make any change and we've been there i've been there and last but not least live in gratitude. Gratitude offer us a way of embracing everything that makes our lives what they are. And it brings our attention from the external world into our internal world. For me, meditation has been my doorway to love and peace and ultimately gratitude, right? Because when you're united with the one source, it is my belief And this is what I've came to find out in my life. When you're united with that one source, and I've said this quote before that, you know that you have God in your life when you have peace in your life. If you have peace in your heart, you've made contact with the most high. Now, gratitude as a spiritual practice is something that has been has been very profound for me. And as you guys know, I love Paramahansa Yogananda. He is my guru. Yogananda viewed gratitude as a spiritual practice that aligns individuals with higher states of consciousness. A few ways to practice gratitude is by journaling. That's something that we hear often, right? Journal in the morning. And it's just about having a consistent practice of paying attention to all the good that you have in your life in the morning, before bedtime, or even just reciting it in your mind if you don't have the time or the desire to write it in a piece of paper can also express gratitude to others the lady that helps us maintain the house she is more family than anything more family than a friend and i was just telling her i told her and something i was not going to tell her this because something in me was like don't be telling her that <laughs> but i was like lily i really enjoy your presence like i really to make eyes muy bien you know i told her that i really like her and she was saying thank you and everything but I just felt called to tell her how I really felt about her. And sometimes we're afraid to tell people how we really feel, but express gratitude and tell them how you feel. Tell them exactly how you feel. Acknowledge the positive impact that people make or the ways that they enhance your life, you know? So make sure you're always telling people that you're grateful for them. You can also go on a gratitude walk. Um, I love doing that. A nature walk, right? Just experience. You know, just walking outside of nature and saying thank you for the birds and the fresh air and the safety and the peace and everything around you because not everybody has that. So again, just remember that the key to a successful gratitude practice is consistency. So just just a method that resonates with you guys. And over time, you're going to find that focusing on gratitude is going to positively influence your mindset and your overall well-being. And that's pretty much it, my ladies. Those are the five things, five mindsets, five habits that I did in 2023 that got me to a place where I fully love my life. And I want you guys to be there now or start your journey to get there. It's not going to happen overnight. But before you know it, you're going to wake up one day and you're going to be like, whoa, my life has completely changed. And I am so grateful that I put in the effort, that I paid my dues, that I woke up early, that I, you know, do all of these daily habits. And this is more than anything, a lifestyle change. This is not something we're just doing on January. We're going to be doing this forever because these are the simple things that make the biggest impact in 
our life. So cheers to 2024. I still will see you even before Christmas, but I'm really excited to hear what you guys have to say. So leave me a comment. Have a blessed and beautiful day. And if you guys want to cop some of the merchandise, I just want to say thank you to everybody who's been buying the merchandise at shopdulcecandy.com. There's going to be a discount code also for all my podcast listeners down in the info bar. Anything else I mentioned on the show notes, have a blessed and beautiful day and I will see you next Friday for our next podcast episode.